Welcome back to Unfiltered Faith Podcast with your hosts, Meredith and Stas. And this is where we get to the unfiltered truth about who God is and who he says you are. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Guys, we're just going to do a real like casual talking episode where we just have conversations because I feel like that's what we do best, just having yeah. conversations. <laughs> we want to just feel like we're having a group talk and you guys are just listening and we're all besties. So today we're just going to do life updates and just like what God's been te- teaching us in this past season and like where we're at in life right now. So yeah. Well, to start off, both of our brothers recently got baptized. Let's get <laughs> I actually just came back from my brother's baptism. So it was literally, guys, I had tears because it was just such a monumental, and it looked like we were at like the Jordan River where like Jesus got baptized because it was at a river and I got baptized at a church. Did you get baptized? No, Meredith got baptized in the the ocean. When the pastor was talking about him before he got baptized, he was just saying how like he is just a boy that just shines with like Jesus's light in him. And he's so, he's just so, I don't even know how to explain it. Like he walks around just like wanting to be more like Jesus and it inspires me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Conforming into Christ's image. So my brother got baptized like, I guess it was like two weeks ago now, but um, everyone listening, there's a lot of listeners who went to the Huntington Beach, California will be saved events where we had a worship team. And then at the end we uh, did gospel proclamation and then we did baptisms in the ocean. And at like, 9 p.m. like the waves were like huge and it was it was just so funny like we had everyone go down to the ocean and my brother and his girlfriend drove six hours from Arizona to come to the event because I had never met my brother's girlfriend and apparently she wanted to get baptized so I was like are you wow. even kidding me I was so excited and then t- at the end of our worship set my brother was like I want to get baptized too so I got to baptize my brother and his girlfriend in the Pacific Ocean and just seeing people go from like death to life because it's it's a supernatural transformation your old spirit is dead it no longer exists and then you are it's replaced with the the spirit of jesus the same spirit that raised him from the dead so you are literally seated in heavenly places with him and it's just so cool to see that happen like all over the country right now i know i I, I feel like we should all throw a big feast and like a party. Like everyone's getting baptized. Like it's, the old it's year. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's such a monumental, monumental moment. Like you're literally like giving your life to Jesus publicly and mm-hmm. your old self is gone. And like here, like resurrection, like you're made new. And so resurrection, yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, in Matthew three, when um, I, I'm just in the book of Matthew right now. Um, and basically like john the baptized john the baptized john um (laughs) wait what was his name what if we're like totally wrong it's okay it's okay they know what we mean what is it what's his john the baptist right yeah i think so okay wait yeah i was like wait what like is that is the baptizer yeah the the baptizer baptized by water and then the holy spirit baptizes by fire yeah and so in verse 16 matthew 3 16 it said after his baptism as jesus came up out of the water the heavens were open and he saw the spirit of god descending like a dove and settling on him and a voice from heaven said this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy and my stepdad today was like this is monumental when your brother gets baptized because heaven is rejoicing and you know god is saying like this is my dearly loved son like son or daughter like 
yep. it brings me great joy. And I was like in tears. I was like, wait, that's so good. Isn't that? Oh, I love that. Oh. I, that yeah. So it's so interesting that both that that happened so close together for our families. Like, I just feel like God is doing such a work right now in the body of Christ. And I feel like he's really healing people, I think, from like wounds of yeah. our soul, like things that have come on to our soul from whatever happened in the past or things that we've gone through. Like, I feel like there's this giant healing happening. And that's just like so good because that's what this world needs is we need we need hope and we need joy and I feel like it's like in Isaiah 60 it talks about um or maybe it's Isaiah 61 it, yeah it's Isaiah 61 it says that he will give the uh garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and I feel like there's so much heaviness and weariness right now in the world because of things that are going on and like we've been posting on our Instagram page that scripture in Matthew 11:28 that all who, who are weary cast your burdens to Jesus yeah. and you know, come to him, he will give you rest for your soul. And so it's like that spirit of heaviness, like God's putting the garment of praise, which is like us singing a new song and like having that joy. So good, especially what you guys are doing at, um, is it, what, what is this? Will be saved, yeah. Yes, like that, that's like so like good just to, I wish I'm going to go next month. Is it the next one, October oh, 30th? Wait. Yeah, you should come because it's October 30th and 31st in Newport Beach at the Pirate's Cove where I got oh, baptized. I'm, and I'm, that's, that's on Halloween and close to our birthdays. So honestly, I feel like you should definitely be there. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm prioritizing that. I'm going to be there because I even see on Instagram just the mighty revival and just like, like renewment of people huh? and like the baptisms and, and the, pre it, it's just, it, it brings me so much like joy. So we're throwing the word revival around a lot. If you're like, Meredith, what is revival? Revival is simply when heaven invades earth. So the church was birthed in revival. It was the outpouring of the Holy Spirit with the overwhelming presence of God upon a people that changes us individually and it eventually impacts a city and a nation. So this is what I'm praying and hoping for, that we, the church goes from glory to glory, that we have this hunger for the supernatural, for the kingdom of God to not just be a matter of talk, but of power, to see the Holy Spirit in power, for uh, miracles to break out everywhere. Revival is rediscovering the beauty and wonder of Jesus. It's hearts returning to their first love, realizing that we were made for Jesus, really just being so consumed with all that he is that we just can't help but pour that love onto others. Revival is also a renewed conviction of sin and repentance, which is a changing of mind, followed by an intense desire to live in obedience to God. It is giving up one's own will to God in deep humility. I'm like, I need to be there because I want everyone, I'm, I'm gonna invite everyone in my in sack. Like you guys need to come. I don't yeah. know where you're from. It's because probably gonna be so crazy. Like I'm excited. I can just see through Instagram, the healing, the resurrection, the baptisms, like just how- oh, gosh, people were God coming. Yeah, like people were coming off the street. They had no idea what this was, but they would come and they, they experienced Jesus, the presence, the peace was like washing over them because of the real thing. Like this is not church. We're not playing. I mean, this is church, but we're not, we're not playing the act of just going to church on Sunday. Yeah. Like, the real thing. And people are so hungry for the spiritual stuff, but we're like, Hey, like actually this is the real deal. And all of that, like, uh, you know, tarot cards and psychic stuff, like 
that is the enemy giving you a little bit of peace, but it'll never satisfy. And it's not the real peace that God will actually give you. It's like the okay. fake, it's the little slice of peace, but then you don't have the full peace that Jesus offers you. That's the actual peace that like all that other stuff is just the counterfeit. And I know because I was in it for, I mean, like a year and I still never had peace because I wasn't, I wasn't being led by the Holy Spirit. I was going to say, I was just going to say, what you guys are doing is like what Jesus was doing. He's literally walking around in biblical times. Like did they didn't have to go into the temple or, or to a tent to be like, okay, gather around, let's have church. Like he literally was just walking around and preaching the gospel. And you guys are just bringing revival and just a new, it's not something that here now where you're like, okay, I have to go to church. Like, okay, I got to go listen to the pastor and leave and it's not spirit-led it seems almost like oh i'm going ba based off because i have to and be because i need like a performance like yeah like, like, like it's a chore and the fact that you guys are just like bringing revival literally anywhere and so i want to read a little bit of this book that i'm reading right now it's called the subtle power of spiritual abuse recognizing recognizing and escaping spiritual manipulation and false spiritual authority within the church and i just came to this revelation about um this scripture in the bible when jesus talks about false prophets and it says like true prophets those prophets stood in front of a wide gate marked find life here but this was the gate of religious performance and self-effort but there was no life on the other side just toil and weariness true prophets stand in front of a narrow gate the one that says come to me all who labor you can only fit through this gate if you drop all of your works baggage dead works and come through alone on the other side you will find heavenly rest if you try to go through with all your perfect attendance pins and bible quiz trophies or any of your own righteousness you simply won't fit jesus is the narrow gate jesus plus anything is not jesus jesus plus Nothing is everything. Religion always teaches that you can get to God by doing something. Your good standing with God depends on what you do. Do the law, perform religion, do it right, look good, try hard. Is that the gate through which we are called to find life? No. We are the beloved of God, which means literally be loved, not the do-loved. That would mean we need to do something to be loved. We do not, we cannot earn his love. Jesus plus anything is not Jesus. Jesus plus nothing is everything. So on to the next topic. Um, Stoss and I really quick wanted to talk about some things that we feel like people in our generation really struggle with and have just kind of been led into just because our culture and society promotes it so much. And that is um, looking at astrology and going to psychics and reading tarot to predict or know your future. And this is something I got sucked into um, a few years ago because I live in, a, in LA and this goes on a lot here. It's because people are super hungry for the spiritual thing. When I took my eyes off of Jesus, I allowed this spirit of deception to come and distort my thinking and my vision and so it wasn't until the scales finally fell from my eyes and the Lord showed me that this was a counterfeit and this was the enemy trying to get me to go down the wrong path. <laughs> That's why like when I was looking at astrology all the time and like tarot and I was using that as my way to um, know like what was going to happen in my life. The issue with that is first of all it says in the Bible that that stuff is is divination. It's going to a different source, a different spirit. It's operating through a spirit other than the Holy Spirit, the mm. spirit of God. 
And um, that stuff, it says that the devil will come as an angel of light. So it may look really good and it may seem like the real thing, but it's a counterfeit of what God actually intended it for because he made everything. Like uh, prophetic, the, the office of the prophetic, and there are prophetic people in the body of Christ, that is the real thing that God made. He used prophets all throughout the Bible to bring warnings, to edify the church, to give words of knowledge and words to people to uh, help people and encourage people. And so what the enemy did is he's like, okay, I'm going to, he always wants to copy what God does. And it's the counterfeit power. It's the lesser version. It's the perverted version of it. So that's what a psychic is. That's what tarot is. It's operating out of the, it's, it's like God created everything, but it's, it's not operating through his Holy spirit. If that makes sense. Mm, Yeah. To be, to piggyback on that. Um, like tarot cards and uh going to psychics and i've heard of someone well i'm sure this happens to a lot of people when they do go to a psychic and they're like why is it so spot on like they must know and it's i I know for a fact that that is something that comes from the spiritual realm that is not from god i'm not gonna say it's demonic because you know I, i just coming to another human being and relying on them instead of going to God, I feel like tarot cards, psychic law of attraction manifestation is relying on the universe, relying on other people or relying on... Mm -hmm. And it goes back to like the fall of man, like the enemy, basically Satan at the very beginning, pride is what caused Mm. the fall. So he thought he could be like God. He was like, I can do everything on my own. I can do exactly like he basically got so puffed up. And so that's why he fell. And so the, the, the spiritual battle that we're in is like, are we going to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus? Or are we going to go to something else? Are we going to go to the world to satisfy us? There's a scripture of uh, 1 John 2.16, for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. Oh, wow. That scripture was like perfect for what I just said. I was there. I was literally, I, I loved the things of the world. And yeah. once I literally hit rock bottom, was like, oh my gosh, I've tasted and seen all of the things of the world and this doesn't do it. Why am I still trying to fill a void? Mm-hmm. I'm still going to all these things to satisfy. And it's like, I was created by Jesus to know him. I was created to know God and have relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you're born again and you're your God gives you a new heart with new desires, then your desires of the world actually fade away. So you're no longer desiring the things of the world. You're actually desiring what God has now placed on your heart. Yes. And well, so true. And picking back to like verse 15, it says, do not love this world, nor the thing it offers you for when you love the world, you not have the love of the father in you. But I want to mention that it's good to have desires and goals and dreams. That is not bad. God wants us to have a good life on earth but when we put when we put the love for the world more than god or if you love something more than god that's when it becomes um, dangerous that that's when it becomes idolatry that's when you preach (laughs) (laughs) no guys because i'm gonna write my goals down like i'm you know i'm gonna do this like work hard blah, blah blah and then you lose sight of jesus you lose sight of the real purpose and Success is good, don't get me wrong, but the real purpose that Jesus wants 
to do initially is to serve others and to serve him. Amen. So when we are literally focusing, because I've this is like my season too. Like right now, I've just been so focused on like I'm literally sitting on my desk and I'm looking at my sticky notes on my uh, in my office and like my goals, like health, finances, relationships. Why and- is that me? I'm literally like <laughs> all my things on my. I'm like long term goal. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm not going to tell you guys my goals because it's personal, but you know what I mean? But like, I, like we write all these things down and, and recently God's Holy Spirit's been teaching me like my vision is good. All of this you want to desire. If you have a passion for fashion or health or whatever you, you want to do, that's great. But the purpose God wants us to do is to not idolatrize success and idolatrize and manifest and all of this stuff without having the real purpose behind it. And the real purpose that I really believe God's just been placing on my heart is to serve others and to bring other people to Jesus. Because guys, like we're not going to be able to bring all of this to heaven. God wants us to live a good life here. Like God wants us to, uh, uh, he wants us to uh, accomplish our goals to like, we're, we're human beings, you know, like we want to be able to have a good life and be successful. That's not bad. But when we lose sight of what's really important to us and and of course like we shouldn't just set aside our goals or what we want to accomplish but we don't want to lose sight of him and understand that God has a great purpose for us you know Jeremiah 29 11 he has a great purpose um and we need to not put us because from my personal experience we we shouldn't put aside the real thing which is serving God and putting him number one in our life because we cannot rely on this world like it said in first john once we rely on the world or rely on the earthly things and we lose sight of jesus that's when literally in first john 15 it literally says you you never loved the lord and i'm like dang that's kind of convicting because (laughs) i don't want this to i don't want to lose sight i don't want to gain the whole whole world and lose my soul you know had some technical difficulties we're back but (laughs) everything's going off of what <laughs> I said everything okay. This is this is what's hard when we don't when we're not together, wow. we can't see each other, so it's like very weird. Um okay, so going off of what Stoss said, this scripture came to mind when she was talking. It's in Psalm 127, and it's about it says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build labor in vain. So really dissect that. Like really like think about that. It says, unless the Lord builds the house those who build it labor in vain. Dang, that's deep. Think about it. We're here on earth for such a short time. It says life is a vapor. What we're doing here like impacts eternity. It impacts the rest of forever. So it's like, I don't know. That to me, that scripture is so powerful because when I look back at like my YouTube and all that stuff, like I obviously was doing it out of my own strength. And I grew up a Christian, but I wasn't really building. There was a lot that I was doing that was like, for my own like self and it, I don't know it if that makes yeah. sense like basically I feel like a lot of that was just not building on the solid rock and like the foundation of Jesus and that means like my relationship with God is that I know I'm a daughter and I am accepted not rejected I'm not an orphan but I'm actually adopted into the bo- into the family of Christ so that's what the solid rock is that's in my opinion. no that's literally so good I feel that way too like my past with social media or any job or any desire I was like never put God and like the rock solid foundation of okay God like where I want to go 
it was more so of, like, on my own flesh. And I feel like yeah. that's good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we're all human beings. We can achieve things. But it's, like, at the end of the day, when it doesn't serve God or serves a purpose with him, it feels low-key meaningless. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, No, it does. I'm telling you, it does. Because, well, God created us to be creative. Like, at the very beginning, yeah. it says he spoke a word and things were made. So it's, like, we are made in his image and he made us to be creative. We are so uniquely and wonderfully made that every single person's purpose and every single person's, like, I feel like our main mission obviously is to spread the gospel love on others. That's like, you know, the main, like when you read your Bible, God wants us, we initially want to be like Jesus, right? But God gave us such unique gifts and unique passions and desires that he wants to use us for for his kingdom he wants whether you want to do acting whether you want to do designing or whatever like all of that is jesus gave you that desire he gave you that brain to have creativity he gave meredith um you know creativity when she was doing youtube like everything that we all we all had a passion we do is great but you know god is like uh, you are so uniquely and wonderfully made and you have a purpose and whatever wherever you end up going wherever you end up doing is is going to be so divinely good for to, mm-hmm. to, to serve others in your workplace and your passions and your desires yeah. and it's so good. not only you're fulfilling like your passions and what you want to do and god wants you to have a good life obviously but you're going to be serving in, in your purpose and initially god yeah. wants us to do that and like not everyone's going to have the same passion or desire, or whatever you're going into, but God does want us to be able to serve him in the midst of, of our passion and desires and, and initially what you want to do. And I feel like a lot of, and, yeah. and, and that's so good. And that's, that's what like the enemy, I feel like will always try to steal what you were purposed for mm-hmm. or like to destroy. Yeah. It. So when I was like when I was really young, I loved singing and I had some friends like say some kind of mean things to me about my voice and I, and it, and it actually hurt me when I was like four years old or whatever. But then it just shows like there's certain things. If you look back where if, if you feel like you've been attacked in certain areas, whether that's your identity, um, your voice, your writing, your, you know, your speaking, if you, if you're really shy and you don't like public speaking, there's always a kind of hint to where, where you feel the most attacked that is usually like your greatest calling. So like for me, I've been attacked with body image and like uh, that my whole entire life. And so I feel like my calling is to bring freedom to young girls who also deal with like body image stuff and having a hard time accepting themselves and loving themselves. But um, I have gone through seasons where I've like really had a hard time doing that. So that's where I feel my calling and my purpose is to shine light to those areas and like help girls be free from that so wait I literally so relate to that because there's so many times and attacks that I was like I'm not like we want to doubt or we the Satan tries to steal kill and destroy he wants to steal those desires and dreams that you have because he knows the power that you have in that and when he tries to steal kill and destroy because he wants he doesn't want you to live out your purpose the devil doesn't want you know um sons and daughters of God to spread yeah, to spread the yeah. gospel. He wants us to, to, that's why there was Hide. such a big attack on Meredith and I's health and so much attack on our minds because the devil knew like, 
I, God wanted us to influence and help others. Like you guys listening, like we, this is part of our purpose and to, to speak to you guys and be able to relate and, and do this. And there are so many attacks that were on us. And, you know, through that, this beca- became a, the biggest blessing because then, you know, we want to be able to help you guys and be able to um, spread the gospel initially. And when you feel like you can't take it anymore and you're struggling and you feel like the devil's attacking you and he's placing all these lies in your mind, just know that is literally a lie from the pit of hell. And the devil will try to tear you down and he will try to throw you off course. But God is always going to be better, stronger, and you have to rely on his strength. You have to rely on his, on his initial, um, just his words. words. Yeah. His words are, are keep our spirit alive. Because if you keep listening to the lies and you, and you, you, and you try to have strength that, because personal experience, I will just, you know, I love learning about, you know, mental health and the mind and your thoughts and, um, when it says in scripture and about renewing your mind, I'm, I'm always trying to work it out on my own with journaling and, and trying to like figure it out and push through those. But I just, there's these days recently where I just sit in God's presence and I read the scripture and I rely on Jesus strength and not on myself. Like we were talking about earlier, like there's so many people that, um, the devil is just like, rely on yourself, you know, self-help and manifestation, the universe, you know what I mean? And there's the self aware. Ooh, ooh, here's a good quote. Self awareness can help a little bit, but God awareness is what brings complete transformation and healing. No, it's so true because with God, with His strength, like we can get through these times because our flesh is weak. Like is going to fail. Yeah, us. it's going to always yeah. fail us. And when we get into the presence of God and we get into the just prayer and worship and just the persistence to be more with him those times where you feel defeated those times where you feel you are not enough or the devil is attacking your mind and like trying to steer you away um you will the battle the spiritual battle you you will face you you will get you because god is literally um what's that verse um i can do all things in christ who strengthens me yes literally yes like God is our strength and our fortune, and we shouldn't be relying on our flesh. We shouldn't be relying on the universe and worldly things because only God will get us through those times and help us be more successful in whatever we want to do because relying on him and not of this world. And that's initially what we wanted to like talk about. But Well, I'm going to end with this scripture because this goes with what you just said. This is John 15, which y'all know. John 15, 5, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So Ooh. when we're abiding in him and we're we're doing things with his strength and we're relying on the grace of God, we will produce much fruit, which is like love, joy, peace, like all the fruits of the spirit. And you will be able to, you know, yeah. That's, that's literally fire. It's so, no, it's also true. I, I, I feel like at the end of your life without Jesus, it's, I feel like it's not going to mean anything. And I'm not trying to say this in like the most like harsh way, but it's true because you know that there's so many people that are successful that didn't have Jesus that, um, struggle with mental health or initially commit suicide. And it's just heartbreaking and it's why we need Jesus more than ever. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, well, and he, yeah, it's like, 
without what's that scripture it's basically like if you haven't loved if you don't actually like it says god is love so without like god's love just not anything we do just is kind of meaningless if we don't love if we don't love others so yeah it's it's serving a purpose bigger than ourselves because saying always wants to um have pride and have um just reliance on earthly and and like money and success and all that because he wants the worship it's he wants the worship he doesn't want us to worship god he wants wants to worship stray us away not today (laughs) saying that is it for this episode we're just going to close out in prayer and yeah lord jesus i thank you lord so much for this time that we had together i thank you lord that we had this conversation that you are the vine of the branches and that you lord come before anything in our lives and that you want the best for us always as well and um you have a great purpose for us but we needed to always put you first in our lives and we thank you god um for this time that we had together and um I just pray for everyone listening right now um, to draw closer to you, Jesus, to rely on your strength, not their own. And if they're in a season right now where um, they feel defeated or they feel like they have um, a spiritual attack, I just pray, Lord, that you comfort them and you um, come into their life and just um, be with them alongside whatever they're going through. And I thank you, Lord, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.